the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Filling in for Arthur Idala today is executive producer of the Arthur Idala Power Hour, Joan Pelzer. Well, it is a actual beautiful Thursday afternoon evening in New York City. The sun is shining. Well, was shining today. No rain. And Matt Sambolino and Joni Pelzer are at the helm. Mr. Co-host, how are you today? I'm doing good. Uh, did your pink eye clear up yet? My pink eye cleared up. It's just a teeny tiny little scab on my eyelid. I can't wear any makeup right now. Oh, so I'm sure you look lovely then. Well, and how's your flu while we're talking about health concerns? My flu is pretty much all gone, and I'm, thank you for not giving me conjunctivitis with <laughs> the many opportunities you had to show up to my office this week, and I thank you for staying away. You know what? I think the safest thing to do for folks right now is to stay home if they are sick. Um, one of our attorneys here, who's a very frequent guest and has his own show, Imran Ansari, he's been pretty sick and coughing so badly that even when he's on calls, it's hard for him to to speak without coughing, so we've advised him to please stay home. You can still do as much work from home, but it's safer for everybody right now. There's an uptick in COVID, so you know, and we don't know uh, what else is Uptick in COVID, out there. an uptick in flu as well. Because it is. It the is. numbers were going up when I was treated last week for my flu. They said that the doctor who was treating me said, you know, cases are going up, and they see more cases of the flu than COVID. But I mean, that was a week ago, so a lot could have changed since then. Yes, it could have. We were supposed to have Dr. Lawrence Haynes on today, but we've asked him to come another day because he is working like 24-7 currently in the ER at Maimonides in Brooklyn. So we decided it's best to use his time to heal people rather than tell us what's going on. So we can read it pretty much right now, but we will, we're going to try and have him on again. We'll notify you all when. But uh, all of us, you know, every time I turn around, somebody else is sick and somebody's canceling something because they have to stay home. But uh, who is not canceling something is is Mr. Donald Trump. Did you hear about that? So he was in court again today. Did you hear about that, Matt? I did, and I know he wanted to make some closing remarks, which was uh, the opportunity was shut down by the judge. Yeah, he apparently did deliver some abrupt remarks um, today. So uh, we'll have Arthur talk a little bit more about that from a firsthand point of view tomorrow, and we'll see a little bit more about what transpired and what's going to transpire you know where arthur is today he's actually in albany 
Why is he uh, up there? Why is he? In, I, didn't I set that up well? Why is he in Albany, Joan? Well, he's at the Court of Appeals up in Albany. Arthur is a very busy trial attorney. This whole firm at ABK Law is pretty busy. So he had to go up there today to um, attend a trial. So he is not with us, but he will be with us bright and shiny tomorrow evening. But guess who I have in the studio? Well, you already know, but Please the audience doesn't yet know. Who do we have in the studio today, Matt? Or in the office, I should say, because I'm not with you in the downtown studio. Well, we do have a gentleman who was in the helm yesterday, none other than Alex Garrett. Good yes. evening, yes. Joni. Great job you say for the two-year anniversary. I thought it was a great show last Aww. night. Thanks to you, too, Alex, because, you know, Matt decides every Wednesday he's going to take off. Yes, because, you know, I have to, you know, be a parent at some point during the week and pick up my daughter from school. We love little Nora, so that's okay. You can do that. We don't mind. But you did call in. We had a great show. Yeah, Frank Morano always makes fun of us for celebrating all of our anniversaries. But you know what? Isn't it sometimes the little things in life that are of worth course. celebrating? Of course. And, you know, look, it's, yeah. always, it's always fun to celebrate milestones. It is. It is. It is. And um, actually, it's ironic that we're going to be talking to some government types today because today happens to be Alexander Hamilton's birthday. So uh, talk about government, right? And the, Hamilton the musical. So today, how old would he have been, Matt? He would have been uh, precisely 269 wow. today. Yeah, and he's wow. uh, he's buried a couple of feet from where I sit. He right is. Now. You can see you can see it from right there, and we've gone down there several times. Well, without further ado, because there is a lot going on in the news, but I really want to focus today on New York. Arthur's a local and a New Yorker, and I really want to get the gist of kind of what is actually happening in New York, specifically in New York State, but in in other cases as well. Like New York, it's not just New York State. New York affects just about everything out there. So we're going to talk specifically about New York. And we have some experts sitting in front of us that happen to be co-located. So I'm pretty lucky I get to pull them in when I need to. Um, We have Jackie Tellez. She is the Director of Operations for Gotham Government Relations. And you know Arthur and Imran are partners in Gotham. And we have next to her... Mr. Denny Salas, he is our senior VP in charge of government relations. Uh, I'm going to give you a little background because Denny's pretty unique. Jackie is amazingly unique as well. She's a seasoned professional in nonprofit and private, and she's been with us like about a year now, right, Jackie? Not even yet. Not even yet. I don't even have her mic up. I didn't even turn her mic up yet. There we go. So um, Gotham's whole whole um, like moniker is and tagline is harnessing the power of advocacy, law, politics, and the press. So we're going to go straight to the source to find out what's going on in New York. And I'm going to give you a little background. Jackie's with me. She's going to ask some questions as well of our guests. So our guest is the amazing Denny Salas. He has been a lot of different things in his career. He's been a stockbroker. He's been a legislative researcher on Capitol Hill, a political consultant. He's uh, actually even run for office. Uh, Unfortunately, he lost, but thankfully he lost because we have him with us. And we'll see what comes up next. You never know. He's been in charge of PACs. He's been involved in small business manufacturing and marketing. And he's been a grant writer at a charter school. He is pretty amazing. He serves on the board of NYPD 7th Precinct as a recording secretary and political liaison. I've attended events that Denny's been at, and let me tell you, the audience goes gaga when Denny gets up to speak because of who he is. He's an honest, 
nice person that really cares about the community. So he, he just he blows my mind, and I can't say enough nice things about him. Um, I'm going to just say a couple more things. He's on New York City's Department of Youth and Community Development as a Neighborhood Advisory Board member, and he serves as Policy t- Director for Lower Manhattan's UDO, United Democratic Organization. That was founded by the, the two most amazing people, Virginia Key and Chung Seto. And I've met them personally. I think Chung is, is she 90 or something? Uh, Mrs. Key. Mrs. Key. Mrs. Key. Chung is the young is the young in the group. Mrs. Key. And she's quite amazing. The whole entire community down in Chinatown, it just is in awe of what this woman was able to accomplish. So we are lucky to have Jackie and Denny sitting right with me today. And I want to just tell you um, what's really amazing about Gotham is the amount of awards that Gotham has won in a very short time, Matt. I mean, it's it's unreal, the different awards from city and state, power, political PR, power lobbyists, and Denny himself has won some awards. So welcome to the Arthur. Is this your first time on the show? I, I, I hope not. You called in once. So this is the first like real big interview. Welcome to the show because I think you may have only called in once. That is and correct. we're honored to have you sitting across from me today. So Absolutely. thank you, Denny. Thank you, Joni, for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, you know, I'm pretty involved, especially pretty in our community, <laughs> um, especially in the political scene. I'm also involved in the Manhattan Democratic Party. I sat on the Ethics Committee. I'm additionally a judicial delegate um, where, where I help select um, some of the Supreme state Supreme Court um, nominees that go on the ballot. And moreover, I am a county committee member, uh, which is very hyper-local. And what do you do in your spare time? (laughs) You know, I'm a dad. I'm a husband and a dad. It's funny because Arthur has a father's book of wisdom sitting right on his desk. We'll hand it to you at the end and we'll have you give a little uh, pull something from it. So we have two Mm -hmm. minutes before we go to break. But Jackie, give us an idea of what it's like to work with Denny. It's incredible, actually, both him and David. And I mean, in the nine months that I've been with the firm, I have learned so much about what they do, what lobbying actually is. It is not an easy thing to do. He makes it look very easy, but it is hard, and it is hard work. And I think that what, I, I'm, what I've taken away the most is, is how passionate Denny is about the clients that we have and the issues that come up for them. I have and seen how, this firsthand. Too. Yes, and yeah. how he actually is able to make his way through all the bureaucracy that there is in government mm-hmm. to get results. And he gets results. Absolutely always gets results. It's, it's, a, it's amazing to watch David Schwartz. We're talking about David Schwartz. He's the first trial attorney in New York to actually also be a lobbyist. Mm-hmm. And Denny Salas work side by side together. And they really do. It, it's really a passion, I feel like. Denny, yeah. what do, you, do you think that you, what, pa- what is your like, biggest passion? I love helping people. And when you wake, when you wake up in the morning, usually people kind of dread going to work. I have never felt like that. I know that at the end of the day, there's a goal that you want to accomplish for each one of your clients, and that drives me, and I always feel passionate, but also inspired in order to figure out some sort of solution about how I can accomplish this for a client. So, yeah. And at the end of the day, each one of them is different. 
I've they seen you do this firsthand. Yes. Like <laughs> New York City retirees working yeah. with Marianne. I've seen mm-hmm. you do this firsthand. Well, we're about to go to a quick break. Yeah. But when we come back, we're going to deep dive in what Denny has saw this week in the state of the state in New York with Governor Hochul. So be right back. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk, and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel, and natural gas is the fuel of the future and trading at record prices. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major your investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. Hi, it's Arthur Idala here to talk to you about Bay Ridge Honda, run by the fantastic Sabah family. The Sabah family that I have known since my dad walked in there in 1980 and bought a Honda Accord for my grandfather. My sister's gotten cars there. My brother-in-law has gotten cars there. And you know why? Because the Sabah family makes you feel like you're part of their family. Bay Ridge Honda has New Year's deals. You know, we all make New Year's resolutions. Quit smoking, get more sleep, drink less. How about a New Year's resolution of a new car? At Bay Ridge Honda, they have brand new 2024 Hondas under MSRP, and they're offering lease loyalty bonuses. Finance rates are available. No payments until March of 2024. Best prices around. They will offer you top dollar for your trade-in. So visit the Sabah family at Bay Ridge Honda, 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn, New York, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn, New York, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. This is Greg Floyd, president of Teamsters Local 237. Join me for Reaching Out. We'll talk about the issues that matter the most to working families, union members, and everyone who cares about the future. On the next Reaching Out, New York State Attorney General Letitia James. We believe that no one is above the law no matter how powerful they are or how much they profess how rich they are. The reality is is that we stand up for everyone, and particularly New Yorkers. Saturday at 2.30 and 9 p.m. on AM 970, The Answer. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. Is your husband or wife in a hospital or rehab center? Are people telling you that they are not eligible for Medicaid? The cost of a nursing home is $500 a day, $15,000 a month. 
Are you frightened about bankruptcy just to pay the medical and facility bills? Don't panic. Just call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. These attorneys have been doing this for 40 years. They've helped hundreds of people just like you with the same thing that you could be going through. They'll tell you exactly what you're eligible for, and they'll also help you devise a plan to avoid such dire news as bankruptcy. Call Connors and Sullivan for a free initial consultation with a lawyer. That's 718 718- 238-6500 with offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. It's never too late. The time to act is now, so don't wait and call Connors and Sullivan today, 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. And trust me, folks, after you speak with them, you'll be glad that you did. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. Thank you, Matt, for playing this. I hope you play it again for us. We are back from our break on the Arthur Idella Power Hour radio show, and it's Jody Pelzer and Sam Bellino as guest hosts today. Right, Sam Bolin? Yeah, I love uh, co-hosting with you. I do, too. I just wish I was in person with you. I don't. I don't want any conjunctivitis. <laughs> but I have. I get to run off to my theater after this for a staged reading of a brand new musical tonight. So I'm pretty excited. That's why I had to stay local. But I am so honored to have two of my amazing colleagues here, Jackie Tellez, Gotham Government Relations, and Mr. Denny Salas, who we are focusing on today. And you're playing this song. Tell us why we're playing this song today, Matt. Because we're talking about New York, and exactly. I feel like it was a fitting song. To talk about our greatest city ever. I agree that it is the greatest city, and it's the greatest state. I went to school upstate. I'm a New Yorker through and through. I went to SUNY Oswego. This week was the 2024 State of the State Address by Governor Kathy Hochul. Mm -hmm. And Denny Salas got to attend that. David Schwartz, Denny Salas, two of our other colleagues, Shai Franklin and Corey Pegues, Mm -hmm. they were all up in Albany. I've never gone to one of these. I don't even know what to expect. We got to see the video and hear her statements. But I want you to give us a first-hand account. Denny, break it down and tell us what's really going on in New York State from your perspective. And we were, by the way, talking at the break about how amazing Denny is as a, you know, he really wants to help people. And it's not, this is not a joke. It's, it's, Jackie said it as well. It's, it comes from his heart. He's gone through so much in his own family and he could have gone, you know, somewhere else and he chose to be here to help people and to make a difference and use the government in a way to make that difference. So what is our government going to do for us? That's a great question. I think the governor's goal with her state of the state address was really knowing that this year is an election year. So she didn't have kind of those macro level goal, macro level goals or kind of those, you know, pie in the sky type of policy proposals that she had last year during her state of the state address. This one was really addressing kind of the things that you will see once you step out your front door. 
is more of those immediate actions that she can take um, from her position and her perch as the governor of the state and knowing that she can make real immediate improvements in the daily lives of New Yorkers and knowing that that type of improvement can filter down to help congressional Democrats win back some of those races that they lost in the last election cycle, but also help Joe Biden as well. Um, and you saw it, you know, there was a heavy emphasis in quality of life issues. So, you know, let's talk we about see this every day in New York City. And we do. Every and we see day. them every day. And, you know, we talk about uh, you talk about public safety being the basically really the number one issue that was discussed almost in every type of topic that came up last year. And it was about rolling back some of the bill reform um, laws that got passed, you know, years before that. Um, this year is more not only addressing some of the immediate issues, meaning being the mental health crisis mm -hmm. and focusing on that by increasing the number of beds that are available across this, across the state, um, but ensuring that folks know that she's got a handle on this. Um, yes, crime has gone down, or at least violent crime, really especially focusing- in New York City. Especially I mean, in New York City. Chief yep. Chell and Chief yep. Kemper, and in fact, Chief Kemper, New York City Transit Chief, yep. will be on right after you telling us what's going on specifically in New York City. Okay, excellent. So I will not get into those data points, and <laughs> <You, you laughs> I will wait to those guys, but no, it's all good. <laughs> I mean, look, murders are down. I think what has been increasing, though, have been retail theft. And we see, we see it across the street from us across every day. Exactly right. And the governor has focused on doing what she can in order to actually stop this and stem the, tide, stem the tide when it comes to retail theft. So she has proposed some pretty great proposals in order to do so. One of them being providing some of the grocery stores with grants that they can hire any personal security okay. and that is one that i believe could help because when you see the large retail stores and large chains like walmart cvs walgreens etc they can afford it they can afford security a lot of these bodegas small grocery stores Can't, they cannot yeah. so offering that type of avenue for and help we've seen violent great. crimes in some of these small bodegas which exactly is right. really scary where they've been assaulted and that actually is a perfect segue because one of the other proposals that she had is increasing the penalties for any assaults on bodega on or bodega excuse me bodega workers and or any small grocery store workers as well so she wants to make sure that these folks are protected but additionally, that there are some real consequences for any folks that actually go after them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we saw it last year. There was a big case, um, and I believe it was in the Bronx, where there was an individual who defended himself um, from getting attacked, and that a person, unfortunately, ended up passing away, the perpetrator that attacked the store owner, and he was, and he got originally charged for a big murder. Mm -hmm. And there was a large outcry by citizens of New York City across all boroughs, recognized how unfair that was. And immediately the district attorney ended up dropping that particular case. He made the right decision. Yes. Um, but those are, some of the, those are some of the challenges that are being faced right now by bodega owners, by small grocery store owners, and they are, you know, consistently being faced with these retail theft stuff. And, so. and it's mm -hmm. scary because 
I mean, those bodegas are the heart and soul. Those small businesses. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jackie, we're we used to go to what is it, Walgreens, right up the block, and they're closing. They're closed the due to theft, yep. and they're mm-hmm. not. Those workers are not allowed yep. to do anything. So no. it's pretty scary if you yes. can have mm-hmm. people coming in and stealing, and you're not even allowed to do anything. Exactly right. And look, I remember down in Lower East Side, there was a Dwayne Reed across the street from one of the NYSHA housing developments that closed due to the increase of retail theft. Now, ask yourself this. If you're a senior, if you're someone, or excuse me, an older adult, if you are an individual with some sort of disability, and now you're used to getting your medication or any of the type of access that you needed for any you know, first aid, anything else, any quickly, right there. Right there. now it's closed. So now they're being forced to travel further and further away. Yeah. In order to my actually CVS get closed yeah. in my neighborhood for the same reason. Yeah. And people mm-hmm. are upset because they have to go 10 blocks, yep. which may not seem like a lot if you have a car. Yep. But if you're walking and you have a walker and you're an older adult, that's challenging. Exactly right. It yeah. certainly is. Yeah. So hopefully the legislature, which I believe they will, knowing that these are some immediate actions that can take effect and actually help the populace, I believe that this is some of the actions that they will do. And I think the governor is spot on to try to focus on a lot of these quality of life issues. Um, One of the other things that I think is actually pretty exciting, and I have a particular love for a couple different issues around healthcare and education, but for healthcare, she wants to eliminate co-pays for insulin. Um, I can't yeah, I cannot laud that policy proposal enough. I think oh there's God, so yeah. many folks that will benefit greatly um, from eliminating co-pays on something like insulin, knowing yes. how rampant diabetes is just in general, mm-hmm. no matter what population group that you belong to or demographic group you belong to. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to be a significant, significant policy proposal. Okay, great. Yeah. Anything mm-hmm. else that's major that she talked about? I mean, you look at... New York State. So think about in comparison to last year. Last year, she really focused about how, focused on housing. Mm-hmm. She wanted to have uh, building and development mandates across New York State. Obviously, that did not go well in the suburbs. <laughs> and you saw it with some of the feedback, some of the pushback from all the suburban uh, legislators, even if they're Democrats. They stated that, look, this is not going to work at all because you've got to localize this issue of development. So what she's doing this year instead is focusing not only on downstate issues, really focusing on New York City as a whole, uh, about what the city can do in order to increase development. So she's focusing on a few things. One, to reintroduce a version of 421A. And by the way, using 421A as a tax abatement uh, strategy just doesn't sound good. They should literally just rephrase this thing as the affordable housing tax credit because that's exactly what it is. It will allow developers to actually increase affordable housing within the development project that they're building. So if they're building something about market rate um, building for a residential building, they actually increase the level of affordability there. So whether it be 25 or 20%, they can increase that to 25 to 30%. I have in buildings just like that all over. But what what we're seeing is mm-hmm. a lot of these office buildings in New York City specifically are turning into housing, they but they're are. so expensive. <clears throat> so it's <clears throat> excuse me. So it's also extremely very challenging because there are a lot of local laws and state laws that bar the development or conversion from office buildings to housing. So right now, nationally, there was a statistic that came out earlier this week that the office vacancy rate has now been increased in New York City, but really 
now being a very high rate across the entire country. And it says there's mm-hmm. a fifth of office that still sits vacant. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. And right now, she wants to make it easier for New York City to convert those office buildings okay. into housing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one policy proposal that she's doing. Um, obviously, in, like I mentioned, increasing, I'm going to call it the affordable housing tax credit okay. versus using 421A because exactly what it does. It encourages developers to build more affordable housing. Um, the other issue that I believe that she's rightfully focused on is doing something simple that actually helps suburbs as well, and that's legalizing ADUs, um, so accessory uh, dwelling u- units. And what that means is that all of a sudden you have a, let's say, older adult or a family member, and you want to offer your basement, or you want to mm-hmm. offer, you want to convert your garage into housing. You can legally do that and make sure that you can collect taxes. Everything help families, put people nearby, and it makes sure that they don't get pushed out. Okay. That's another thing. Is there, um, I know she didn't talk about migrants. I don't want to go too much into the weeds there. She didn't talk about that. But Mm -hmm. is there anything else that stood out with other legislators that you noticed when you were up in Albany? You had the unique vantage point of being present. I believe that the one that solicited a great reaction was her focus on uh, maternity death rates. Um, we know it's very high. It's about eight times higher if you're a black or brown mother when you're delivering too. Latino yeah. men. So what she really focuses on is increasing the amount of education and access to, let's say, doulas. That was actually passed last year. Um, but moreover, um, just increasing access to educational resources for mothers, expecting okay. mothers, um, knowing that the maternity or the, the maternal m- mortality maternity rate is pretty high okay. depending on the demographic population you belong to. Mm-hmm. This was quite an overview, and I yeah. really hope you'll come on again and again. I think mm-hmm. we could we could even make a weekly segment with Timmy giving the New York and New York State update, right, Matt? He'd be great at that. Absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's New York. I mean, we want to know. I mean, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut is our tri-state area. That's where we're broadcasting. But mm-hmm. New York really sets a standard for what goes on elsewhere. It does. So and you know, I will mention one yeah. other policy proposal that I think she really cared about, and that was going. back back to basics on education, focusing okay. on the science of reading and phonics. focusing on phonics. And <laughs> I have phonics. you've seen <laughs> wow. yeah, yeah, you've seen the ELA standard and scores in New York State really fall behind. Oh, and wow. it's because we haven't been focusing on kind of the basics. Yeah. And that's why. So I it's think interesting. It's when my grandmother came here from Italy, it was all about learning English. Yeah. And it's nice to see that happening again. Give me something you're hopeful for. Uh, that's a good question. I am hoping for some sort of housing policy to get passed in okay. New York State that actually increases the availability of afford- affordable homes. All right. Before we end, so yeah. I want to ask you personally, give mm-hmm. me something that you're hopeful for personally, Denny Salas. So this year my wife is pregnant with our second child due on May 29th. So... I'm hopeful that everything's going to go all right, happy and healthy. Well, and having two um, little ones, I'm sure you're hopeful for the future for them. 100%. And I think being in this position that I am in, uh, fortunately, that I get to work towards a better New York future. Can't ask for anything uh, no, better than that. Right. Yeah.
And I handed you a book that Arthur keeps on his desk. He does. What is it called? It is called A Father's Book of Wisdom. <laughs> he reads from it a lot. Give me something that you picked up from the book, just randomly. You know, I just randomly flipped to one page and then went to one of my favorite quotes. And this is a, a variation of this quote was often repeated by RFK when he was running for president um, in 1968 before he was assassinated. And it's by George Bernard Shaw. You see things that are and say why. But I dream things that never were and say, why not? Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love a, that quote. It's Wonderful. a beautiful yeah. quote. And beautiful quote. it's actually much longer. It's an excerpt from a much longer passage. Fantastic. And it should generate optimism, um, a lot of inspiration, and energy. Well, let's hope it better. gives our audience mm-hmm. something positive to take away today. We Absolutely. don't try to mm-hmm. always bash and be negative on this show. Yeah. We try mm-hmm. to give some of the good news. Yes, And, exactly. you know, there mm-hmm. we go. Matt, are you hopeful for Nora's future? Of course, absolutely. we got to make sure that uh, we have the best future possible, especially for our children. There you mm-hmm. go. That's a perfect way to end this segment. Well, thank you, Denny Salas and Jackie Tellez, mm-hmm. for thank joining you. us. Gotham Government Relations, our source for New York State. Thank you all for listening, and we'll be right back with Chief Michael Kemper giving a Transit Thursday update for New York City. Tonight at 7, Legal Night fires up right on time, just in time for you to have the biggest legal stories of the day brought to you with expertise from legal all-star Imran Ansari and yours truly, Kevin McCullough. That's tonight at 7. Syracuse and North Carolina clash in Chapel Hill Saturday with the Orange still in search of their first ever win at the Dean Dome. Orange pregame Saturday, 11.30 a.m. Tip-off at noon on AM 970, The Answer. New York's home for Syracuse University basketball. Take it from Charlie Kirk. As I read this New York Times article, so I read the New York Times so you don't have to. Salem Media Group reaches more people than they realize. It's my favorite line of the whole thing. Their hosts are big names, and they have huge reach, which makes them one of the most powerful forces in conservative media. Tap into our big names to help grow your business. To find out more about it, reach out to our general sales manager, Laura Schaefer, by calling 212-857-9639. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. When you're looking for concrete materials for your next construction project, call on the experts of Diamondback Ready Mix, New York and New Jersey's number one premier family-owned concrete supplier, proudly located on Staten Island, providing concrete services for commercial, municipal, and residential general contractors throughout New York City and New Jersey. The Diamondback Ready Mix Quality is Our Strength service will guide each customer from the initial order through the final pouring, fully insured in New York and New Jersey, and will produce your concrete with the perfect blend of durability strength and appearance for your project take it from arthur idala call today and ask for harry lynch for personalized service second to none call 718-650-5649 for your free estimate that's 718-650-5649 or go online to diamondback ready mix that's r-e-d-i-m-i-x.com diamondback ready mix is the defazio industries company my name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna & Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. The tires screech, the impact is felt. Boom. 
You've just been in a car accident. It's a scary situation that none of us want to experience. But if you have been injured in a car accident, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. It's important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. So if you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bertuna and Hammond at 212-486-0011. That's 212-486-0011. Or visit us on the web at idalalaw.com. Idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Cammons. Fighting for justice. Fighting for you. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. It's a new year and time for new resolutions. I'm sure you've already made yours. Going to the gym, spending more time with family, you know how it goes. But is there someone in your life that should really make a resolution for an upgrade to a new career? Why not tell them about court reporting? It's a career with tremendous opportunity and flexibility. They can work in courts. They can work in schools. They can even work from home. They work as much or as little as they want, and their earning potential is fantastic. The National Court Reporters Association says there are 5,000 openings for court reporters and not enough reporters to fill them. The NCRA is offering this free program called A to Z, where participants are introduced to stenography and court reporting, and sessions are being hosted right here in New York City. Plaza College in Forest Hills, Queens, is the only school in the city with a court reporting program. So sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with lifetime New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala making the case for the city he loves. Here's Arthur. Beastie Boys. It sounds like it's like something else, but then it goes into Beastie Boys. And Matt, tell us why you're playing Beastie Boys right now. I gotta play Beastie Boys because I have to play something off of the Beastie Boys, one of their best, best albums. And I know it's a fan favorite of Chief Kemper. Well, we have the most amazing Chief of New York City Transit, NYPD, Mr. Michael Kemper on our show today. Hello, Chief Kemper. Stone. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, and Matt. It's not one of their greatest. It's one of the greatest. <laughs> Thanks for the correction. <laughs> and listen, there we've been playing the boys every week, opening with the Beastie Boys for I don't even know how many months. Somebody, yeah. somebody listening to us must know them and must hook me up with them. I must meet them. You know what? <laughs> You're absolutely right. We need to hook that up. I don't know why Absolutely. we didn't think of that before. We totally Absolutely. need to do that for you. They're New Yorkers. They're New York born. There you go. There you go. Well, Chief Kemper, so you are such a resource for us every week. We adore having you on. We always learn something. And I sent you two things that I saw today in the news, and it's just blowing my mind yet again. But yep. one positive thing. Apparently, our mayor is restoring the budgets for the NYPD and the FDNY. Any comment on that? Yeah. Look, I, I do have a comment. This is a good thing. And look. Thank goodness. Yeah, and thank goodness is right. And listen, it shouldn't shock anyone. Mayor Adams, um, from day one, 
him, uh, he, he, he's been crystal clear and vocal. Public safety was going to be his top priority, right? And um, he announced yesterday that there's going to be an up, upcoming uh, police academy graduations and hirings this year that uh, initially uh, I don't believe him and his uh, administration thought uh, that they could uh, get done, but they, uh, uh, this is a good thing. Um, they found a way to find money and get it done. He announced it yesterday. So, look, we're happy at the NYPD. Obviously, all New Yorkers should be happy with that uh, announcement yesterday. You know what? I've seen a lot more police officers out and about, and I don't know if it's just because of the weather or whatnot, but I'm so thrilled to be able to yep. see them out and about. And, it, and I thank yeah. the NYPD for being there. Yeah, I appreciate that, and I'm thrilled to hear that you are seeing them out. Um, and it means so much, just their mere presence, just the presence of a uniformed cop offers so much value. Uh, it just reassures our riders, uh, all New Yorkers really, uh, makes them feel safe, makes them feel comfortable, uh, and that, that's what we want to hear. We want our... Uh, we want our residents, we want our, you know, subway riders to see our cops. I agree. I agree completely. And we, right. and, and the same yeah. sentence, we want the bad guys also to see the cops, right? I, that I agree with 100%, right, Matt? We uh, definitely have to course. have that. Of uh, course. Absolutely. We need We have we need to have that on a daily basis, yeah. It, it just, it really does, it makes people stop and think a minute, bef- maybe before they're going to do something. And I constantly absolutely. am looking around for someone. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it, it, Again, it means a lot. I say this a lot. Everyone loves to see a cop, uh, but when they're in the subway system, they really love to see a cop, particularly when they walk on uh, or board a train or, or uh, enter a uh, you know a, a subway station, and they yes. just the presence of cops, uh, those cops, it just offers them so much relief and uh, comfort. I agree. Now, what's not deterring people are fair evasions. The cops are not even deterring people because what I'm seeing is and hearing there's new ways to do it, to avoid it. And apparently there's this hot TikTok video showing people how to avoid getting uh, a ticket and how to fare evade. So what is going on? I know we talk about this with you all the time because that's the first step and chances are that could lead to something else. What is going on now? Yeah, so what you're talking about is a TikTok video and a news article that... um I want to say it was either in yesterday's uh, news cycle or today's, but basically the MTA is piloting uh, a new type of turnstile. And this turnstile is really all geared toward reducing fare evasion and uh, increasing safety and, and convenience for, uh, for the riders. And, you know, they, uh, they recently installed or they're piloting this at one station right now in South Queens at the Supton and Archer station. And look, the MTA is aware of the video circulating. We at the M- uh, NYPD are, are certainly aware uh, of the video circulating on social media, showing ways to manipulate these turnstiles. But, Joan, look, like all pilots, lessons will be learned, the good, the bad, the ugly, uh, you know, and I'm sure changes to these turnstiles may occur. Uh, but that would be a decision by the MTA. But in the meantime, it's biz- business as usual for us at the NYPD. People must enter the system legally, and if they don't, they're going to be subject to enforcement action. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't understand it. I mean, I want to pay my fare. It's not that that expensive and i want to pay it because i want to support my city i i just can't understand that people do this it's a game to many people yeah i I think it is and you'd be surprised how many people we uh uh you know we uh stop for fair evasion that have more than sufficient money on them when it comes to fair evasion we uh there's so much value in in the presence at these turnstiles and uh doing fair evasion enforcement and look let's let's talk about today 
uh, just today, a few hours ago in Brooklyn, uh, in, uh, in Brownsville. Um, we had police officers from Transit District uh, 33 uh, observe the Faravada, stopped him. It was a 35-year-old male. Uh, they run his name. Uh, he's on parole for murder. Uh, he shot and killed someone uh, back in 2005. Uh, he was in possession of what? He's in possession of a loaded semi-automatic firearm. On uh, the subway. Bag, wow. Walking walk into the subway and a bag of crack bagged up like uh, for sale. So, uh, again, um, this is what comes uh, from doing fair evasion enforcement. You know, it's just stopping people. This is not about uh, arresting people for no reason. This is not about summonsing people. This is about correcting behavior and keeping the subway system as safe as we can for our riders, which they deserve. Well, thank you to the NYPD for arresting that person, and let's hope that it it's a person that gets prosecuted because that's another one of the issues we face all the time is that they get arrested and then they get released. Is that still happening? Absolutely. It's still happening. I'm glad you brought this up. I mean, we, uh, you know, the NYPD, you know, at least last year in 2023, we had, you know, historic highs and arrests in the subway system. And what we found is we found ourselves arresting Joan, the same people over and over again. I mean, we've arrested people for some, you know, real nasty crimes, you know, preying on our riders, recidivist criminals with, uh, you know, the same individual, the same person having dozens of arrests. We've arrested people uh, that have been arrested over a hundred times. Whoa. I mean, you know, yeah, this is, this, is not, uh, this is not anything unusual for us to arrest people that have multiple, multiple prior arrests. And they're you know, still the out there. Yeah, they're still out there and they're still committing crimes on our riders. And then the question is, you know, how is this happening? You know, and a lot of people think that we at the NYPD are the cause of this. But the truth is really just the opposite. The justice system is multi-layered with so many different components to it. The NYPD, the cops, they make arrests. And then once these arrests are made, they're handed over to the justice system for adjudication, if you will, or and, and a disposition. What do I mean? Judges, DA's offices, juries. And let's not forget about all these laws that we're bound by, passed mm-hmm. by our state legislators and city councils. So, again, if anyone's curious what the NYPD is doing, I'm just told you, we're making arrests at historic highs. The real question is, is what's happening to these arrests once they hand it off to the justice system? That's Denny Salas just talked to us about this. He gave us a state of the state from Governor Hochul, and he talked about bail and, and all of that, too. So let's keep monitoring this, and we'll keep getting your input, Chief Kemper, every single week. So we appreciate you joining us and giving us the insights, and congratulations on the crime in New York going down. I know you had a lot to do with it. So thank you, Chief yeah. Kemper. Joan, I got to be uh, very honest. I appreciate the uh, the thanks, but all all credit goes to the men and women of the NYPD, our cops, extraordinary human beings who stepped up. They got the job done. Make no mistake about that. So I thank them. Well, thank you, Chief Kemper, NYPD Chief of Transit, joining us for Transit Thursday every week. We will be right back after this week. Don't go away. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins. Suffering an injury in an accident can be a life-changing experience. Whether you've been involved in a car accident, a construction site accident, a slip and fall, or injured because of someone else's negligence, we can help. Our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you are owed. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you have been injured because of someone else's negligence, you have legal rights and may be entitled 
to significant money to compensate you for your pain and suffering. Hiring the right attorney is important. The combined experience of the lawyers at Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins will be able to lead you through the personal injury lawsuit process and aggressively fight for the best result. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at idalalaw.com. Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins, fighting for justice, fighting for you. Hi, it's Arthur Idala here to talk to you about Bay Ridge Honda, run by the fantastic Sabah family. The Sabah family that I have known since my dad walked in there in 1980 and bought a Honda Accord for my grandfather. My sister's gotten cars there. My brother-in-law has gotten cars there. And you know why? Because the Sabah family makes you feel like you're part of their family. Bay Ridge Honda has New Year's deals. You know, we all make New Year's resolutions. Quit smoking, get more sleep, drink less. How about a New Year's resolution of a new car? At Bay Ridge Honda, they have brand new 2024 Hondas under MSRP, and they're offering lease loyalty bonuses. Finance rates are available. No payments until March of 2024. Best prices around. They will offer you top dollar for your trade-in. So visit the Sabah family at Bay Ridge Honda, 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn, New York, or online at Bay BayRidgeHonda.com. 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn, New York, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Well, there you go. I guess this means we're going to have a sports update with Alex Garrett, aren't we, Matt? I believe so. So I'm playing the NFL and Fox theme. I know. I love it. Well, welcome back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour. While Arthur is up in Albany, New York, Joni Sambolino and Alex are helming in the studio. Well, they're in the studio. I'm, I'm in the office. And we were lucky enough today to have Jackie Tellez and Denny Salas of Gotham Government Relations give us a New York State of the State address update and then we were lucky to have chief kemper we love having chief kemper give us a new york city transit update and we have a lot to talk about with that every single week but now we're going to switch gears a little we got to get lighten it up and do a little sports update with mr garrett because i know there's a lot going on in sports oh man joni how about bill belichick he is I mutually with the patriots 24 seasons six titles and if i can editorialize for one second I do believe Brady needed Belichick and Belichick needed Brady. I think they both worked hand in hand like that. So, well, what if Brady goes back to Patriots? Would you think he'll unretire again? Uh, I don't think so. I think those two sun uh, sail, you know, sun is set, if you will, and um, we'll see what the what Belichick does next. But okay, big news. I hear up Aaron Rodgers is all over the news too. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers was supposed to be off the Pat McAfee show for allegations against Jimmy Kimmel. Now he's back on the McAfee show today. <laughs> Pat McAfee, an ESPN host. Uh, Can as you well, say so. publicity stunt? Big time. Yeah, hello, right. <laughs> Meanwhile, I know Jet fans want him to just recover and be well for next season, right? So there's right? that. Too. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, here in New York, I know we could talk about Nick Saban retiring from the, the Alabama Crimson Tide after six national tab championships. But here in New York, we lost a legend today, Buddy Harrelson of the 1969 oh, I Mets. Heard about that. Sad, passing huh? away at 79. Um, he did battle Alzheimer's for a long time. Oh, wow. And I had a personal relationship with him and connection with him through the. Viscardi Center and uh, the Long Island Ducks. So my dad uh, and I and him were very close. So we uh, we miss him. 
Oh, wow. Well, uh, condolences to his family. That's never easy. And he was young. 79 is no longer old. That's my mom's age. Oops, I told everybody. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> so what else is going on in your world, Alex? Well, you know, obviously it was great spending New Year's Eve with you. It was great for two years. But, you know, 2024, I'm just, I'm excited. I think there's going to be a fresh Good. start, a fresh year. And, of course, we'll be talking sports all year long. And uh, what else in my world? Of course, we're planning for a big wedding next yes, year. Yes, you are. That's another big deal going on. And you and Arthur and Imran, everybody here has been so nice to Gabby. And, and uh, Aww, thank you for welcoming her into the family. We love Gabby. And, Matt, what's going on in your world, Matthew? Nothing. I'm, I'm a very boring guy. There's you really nothing not. going on in my world. Well, we're gonna go. We're gonna have some adult beverages in, in, oh, in, in the near go. future. That's, that's what's missing in my world. The three of us. I love when we get to do the show, the three of us together. We miss, of course, Arthur, and he will be back live and local with us tomorrow. And we will have a Padre Lou libation, even though I'm doing Dry January. Are any of you doing Dry January? No. I, I mean, there's no fun in doing Dry January. <laughs> there's no I, fun in doing Dry January. I know. Adult beverages in February. Great. Perfect. And you know, <laughs> look, I know you're busy, Joan. What's going on with your theater, the AMT so theater? What we have, I'm, I'm off. I'm running out the door any minute because um, I've got to go to a reading tonight of a brand new musical and it's uh gonna be kind of fun i'll give i'll give all of you the update on arthur's show tomorrow night nice i, I always yeah. like hearing about you know the thriving art and theater scene in new york city because i heard that uh, the broadway people are uh, the ticket sales are down because people think it's too violent in new york and when i hear about new stuff going on i like hearing that it's always good to hear new stuff. And, you know, we'd, I'd love to encourage folks to go to the Museum of Broadway because I really think it's an amazing place. I stopped in there last week and just checked it out. It really is quite amazing, and it's right in the heart of Times Square. We're going to have the founders of that come back on with us possibly next week with Tom Harris on Times Square Tuesday. But, yeah, we have we have an exciting week next week, and we have an exciting rest of the month coming up. We're starting to book some really big guests. It's our third year. How exciting is that? that yeah, it's like, I can't Going believe we've, we've made it this far. <laughs> and what, yeah, what's and the matter with, with Jerry us, Crowley? You know, <laughs> thank you to Jerry Crowley for keeping us on the air. Thank you to Joe Piscopo, Sibilia, and Algatula for helping launch us. I mean, that's how we got our start. So that was pretty cool. I'm sitting next to a sign that says "On Air Arthur Idella." I wonder where he got that from, Mr. Sambolino. Uh, uh, the good gift giver that I am. Yeah, and it's not lit up at the moment, but it looks good. It, it certainly looks good. Well, remember we gave Jenny the uh, Father's Book of Wisdom? I have yeah. Arthur's Life's Little Instruction Book. So I'm going to just randomly open it. And I'm opening it to a page that says, Remember that overnight success usually takes about 15 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess it's true. And you know what else it says, Matt, on the other page? Tell it me. says, Don't whine. Oh, okay. That's one of life's little instructions. <laughs> Can we hurry up and get to the end of the show already? Yes, we are. I'd like to hear some music. So you have been really an amazing DJ. So thank, thank you. you for the past two years. And I look forward to hearing what's next. So everyone, we are live and local. And this is Joni, Sambolino, and Alex Garrett. Enjoy the music and we'll see you tomorrow.
The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.